Welcome everyone to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Darry Lips and my man Gio. How are you? Impact was the best thing of the weekend? <laughs> I know, right? What? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um What year is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed it. But like so like I get that. It wasn't. It was as good as anything that Impact has the capability of doing. It was the best thing that they have the ability to do. You know what I mean? Like there isn't much more that they could have done. If they can perform more shows like that, I'll continue to watch. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. Not. It wasn't at all. It had enough to re-spark a lot of interest. So, like I had a conversation with someone saying. Um, oh, it's just so many returns. Rah, rah, rah. It's like, well, that's what they need to do right now. They need names. And they, they need, need the name. Because the past year, they've relied on like these dudes that people weren't picking up. Yeah. And old heads, haven't they? Like, you know, the Shamrocks, the Dreamers, RVD. You know, like, okay. Johnny Swinger. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it it's time to move past that and they've signed some guys that i mean are in in their prime you know like it's gonna be it's interesting um but yeah so slammiversary was on saturday and um so we already knew going in that obviously the good brothers uh gallows and anderson were going to show up at some point but there was lots of other talk about who else and this that and the other and it started straight away with the return of the Motor City Machine Guns. They caught, they answered the Rascals Open Challenge. Um, I thought Shelly was in NXT. I did. I thought there. And I thought Saban was going like... in because they saw him at the Performance Center a while ago. Didn't we mention that on here? Um, because didn't Shelly like, do that tag tournament? Yeah, so him and... Uh, who was it? Kushida. Yeah, Kushida. Kushida. Yeah, they did the tag tournament, but I'm guessing that was just a one-off because, uh, I mean, Saban's looking a little old, but in a tag team, I think you can you can hide it. Um, God, when I so Motor City Machine Guns is when I was like probably at my highest point of enjoying TNA when they were sort of killing it in the tag division. That's there. when that's some of the best stuff. Believe it or not, it was Kevin Nash booking. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was with Kevin Nash, and it was some of the best stuff. They they had like a bunch of guys. We that had were Jay really up was Macho Man and <laughs> yes, still the greatest promo stuff. flowers, you know, and and uh, and even like the excitement and the pop for Shark Boy. I mean, Shark Boy was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, still it was, cool it Shark was Boy, really baby. Yeah, Shark Boy was the was the king. I mean, match was a lot of fun. I have to say, they didn't seem to have missed too much of a step. Um, I thought it was really, really good. It was a fun match, ton of moves. Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I have to say. It was, a, it was a whole bunch of spots, which is what you needed to start the show. And it got like, oh, my God. So, you know, we hadn't even spoke about the machine guns re- returning, you know? Um, and so I was like, all right, this is cool. This is a good start. Um, and then they moved on with the unsanctioned... TNA world title match, Moose and uh, Tommy Dreamer. Um, I really like how they're booking Moose. 
I actually really like it. I wasn't too keen on the whole idea, but after seeing the match, um, maybe it went on too long if they were going to book Moose as strong as they did at the end, you know? Um, but I thought it was it was good. Um, Moose retained still the TNA world champion, which I, I wonder what they're going to do with that story. Is he just going to carry on fighting legends and stuff, give them something to do? I mean, I I, I rate Moose. I believe that's know. what the whole point is. Going to see off all the legends. It might be a chance for them to clear out some other stuff. I mean, um, it hits the, the, the lights out spear that he does is, is actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a Tommy Dreamer match. Like, it was what you expect from a Tommy Dreamer match, you know? It was plunderfield brawl, you know? Like, <laughs> it's just a brawl. Um, yeah, face first into the tax was a nice little touch at the end. Um, and then it was the the women's um, gauntlet match. Um, it was, uh, I don't know, the two guys that come in. Um, I don't know. It didn't. I, 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 why two youngs like alternate reality gimmick of Susie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think. It was good to see them all in action. That you know, it just shows yeah you know, the women that come out. When you look at some of the names, they've got a really deep and good women's division. Um, I thought it was a really good choice of winner. Um, I thought uh, was it Carl Ray? She uh, she definitely deserved oh, Kylie Ray. Yeah. Even sorry, I mean she deserves it. I don't know. There was maybe a bit too much comedy involved. Um, but yeah, I, I, there were bits of it where people were just sort of laying around hurt, waiting for the next person to come out for the next spot. Um, but it, it's, it's good. Um, and I didn't realize that Madison Rain was married to Josh Matthews. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, they played to Josh Matthews. Um, but yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and then for me, I think from a... From a, like moves and spots, the Willie Mac Chris Bay match I thought was really really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. It had a lot of flips, a lot of dives. It was X Division match. You know, again, people were complaining like, "Oh, just a bunch of moves and flips and dives." I'm like, but that's what the X Division is. You know, the X Division has always been pretty big spots. Um, I was shocked that Chris Bay won. I'm not it. because Willie Mack needs to be in the main event. Yeah, you think that's get the belt off him and push him up. Willie Mack is a main event dude. Yeah, I suppose he is a bit money, and people know Willie Mack. Like he is a bit. The of a dude's name. got he's big, but he works so agile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I mean, like, in a dream match, I'd like to see Willie Mack, Keith Lee. Not going to lie. I would like to see that. <laughs> I would like to see that one day. But, yeah, I was um, I was a bit surprised. Obviously, we missed out the bit um, in between that was another return. Well, a debut. <laughs> a debut of Heath Slater. Because I thought that was after the Cruiserweight. So, I guess they're pushing him towards, like, a big main thing because they're, like, Made him out to be, like, the biggest free agent. Yeah, like, even T-shirt already made. 
um he came out and said that he wanted to take that uh spot um yeah um in that main event i think he was and then uh some guy come out rohit raju come out raju. nailed um it's good to see heath like has landed on his feet but it's followed the same path of everyone else and he's doing a drew is that why he's gone there do you think <laughs> go ahead Take listen when we get to raw we're gonna have a talk sir <laughs> okay <laughs> when we get there we're gonna have a little conversation oh god i've already dreaded it <laughs> um <laughs> then the the tag titles were on the line um ken shamrock and sammy callahan um against the north uh this one was probably my least favorite of the match um i don't think i'd like i always wanted to see shamrock come back like i was always quite a big ken shamrock fan i think he's left it too late for what he wants to do you know um i mean what is he now he's got to be in his 50s and he ken shamrock gotta be yeah gotta be and he's starting to show a little bit um callahan i like um i just feel like they were just giving him something to do but the north are a good tag team um i have to say like the north they do claim to, they came out and at the end after they won they claimed that like to be the best tag champions in tna impact history and um then the motor city machine guns come back out and said on this tuesday for the tag titles i think that could be a really fun match so, you think like, they're what put the title the, the thing is tna way is put the titles on them straight away um i hope not because like in the next match they put the title on perrazzo straight away i mean she she won the match um i think it would be a mistake to to do it straight away because the north haven't done anything wrong and maybe try and get some legs out of a feud have them heal up or something Anybody wouldn't shock me with TNA. Well, I mean, what, what's your thoughts? I can see it. Yeah, it's just because I like a TNA thing, isn't it? Like, oh, everyone likes it. Let's just put the belts on them straight away. Um, but yeah, as we just said, Diano Perazzo is um, is the new TNA uh, was it Impact Knockout Champion. Um, I thought the match was really, really good uh, as well. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not seeing all this Perazzo hype, yeah? Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, like they've got, they've got so many good women, but they've made out that Perazzo's like instantly the best of them all. I mean, Perazzo versus Kylie Ray might be quite a good wrestling match, to be fair, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the way Peraza was working, like, on the arm pretty much all through it. Um, it was like a power versus submission story. I, I kind of got that, what they were trying to do. And I, I have to say, like, I enjoy TNA's in knockouts division, I have to say. I think their women's division is is what's kept me looking at them throughout. Um, yeah, as you say, it's just, is Perazzo that good? You know, as they're they're booking her right now, I guess it's up to her to take. I mean, it's to take the opportunity and restore some of that faith. Um, but yeah, um, then it led to main event, 
which the main event was Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards, Trey, and uh, Rich Swan. And then before the bell went off, a bit of piano music kicked in, and guess who back? Eric Young is back. <laughs> you called it. Um, yeah, good to see him back. I think TNA is is his home. You know, um, I still think Sanity could have been something great if they had let them run with it. Um, 100%. But um, it is good to see Eric Young back on TNA. And the one that stood out, though, is that kid. To me, he's He's always been a TNA guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's where it was made. That's where I know him from. Like, don't get me wrong. I thought the Sanity thing in NXT was really good. Like... And I think it could have been a thing, but when it died, it's yeah, TNA was the only place. If he wanted to carry on wrestling, only TNA would have worked. Um, the problem with Sanity is that they came about at a time when NXT was already filled up with enough named tag teams that people weren't going to pay attention. Yeah. You, had, so the, you know, yeah. at the time you had Enzo and Kaz, you had the Authors of Pain, you had Dash and Wilder were still there. Yeah. Ascension were a little bit on. They just, they, the back like, end of it, weren't they? So, yeah. You have to look at it as they came at a time when it was way too stacked. Yeah. And then getting called up, just, they were called up too early, but there wasn't much that they could do on NXT. So, on that one, I always understood the call up because it's like you said, they, they would have just, you know, it was, there was too much on NXT. But then the call-up came too too soon, I think. Um, I still think they could have been booked better and given a bit more of a chance. But once they took Nikki Cross out of it, there wasn't really any hope for sanity, in my view. Um, but yeah, it was a good match. Like, it was, yeah, but it was good to see Eric Young back wrestling. Right. And on I mean, top of that, like, it could have been good if it was Eric Young and Dane. Fulton never really fit with them. Ah, oh, you don't think that you think that was like the odd man out? Uh yeah. I Fulton and then they had the other guy before they had uh they had Dana, the other dude there. What was they like beat him up and took his jacket. Axel or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. He's like a German guy. Oh yeah, I think it was Axel. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, no, exactly. Fulton's just... the one that got kicked, and he's in TNA now. The other one is the one that's in uh, Imperium now. Yeah, Wolfgang. No, not Wolfgang. Oh my goodness, his name. I can't remember his other name. Wow, my gosh, he's completely <laughs> gone from us. Oh dear, see professionalism at its best. Absolutely. Yeah, you do that, and I'm gonna sing the praises of Trey though. Um, never really, haven't really watched him before. Um, I thought that Trey dude got some really good spots, um, and that movie did on Rich Swan on the outside. Ah, uh, Wolf, that's who it was. Ah, uh, Wolf, just Wolf. Okay. Yeah, yeah Fulton, like Fulton and Wolf, never really looked like they belonged with that tag team. Exactly. If you look at like the guy now that in in Imperium, you know, he suits that. Like he looks like a bit of an enforcer, you know. Um, yeah, just yeah. I think it was a good idea that Eric Young was the right person to lead. But yeah, yeah, he's a TNA guy. He is a TNA guy. Um, 
But yeah, as I say, Trey was the one that, yeah, it just blew my mind. I thought he was great. He got some really good spots. Um, yeah, I thought I really enjoyed the match. I thought it was good. I think it was the right winner. Um, I thought it was the right winner for Eddie Edwards, one of the sort of OGs. I think it's the right thing to do, put the belt on him. Um, and then Madman come out to attack. And then pow, out come the good brothers. Absolutely. Um, absolutely marked out. And they teased on being on the side of the hills. Um, but then Madman and that, uh, was his name, Ace, got their, got their butts kicked instead. The gun stun, the magic killer, and the cheering with Eddie Edwards. Really good. But does that make Eddie Edwards a heel now? Like, how does that work? I think it makes the good brothers' faces. Because Madman and Ace are the heels. Yeah? I mean, like, unless they're it was a, a double. Team, but... I mean, unless they're just going to be faced for a little bit just to get some hype, you know? And then... I mean, unless it was a double turn. Could be, just to set Eddie Edwards up and stuff, but... Yeah, I mean, that's a, such a big coup for TNA. Like, for me, like, Gallows and Anderson, they pretty much probably could have gone anywhere, you know? If they had made a call and said, we're here... I mean, obviously, I think TNA have set them up on quite a sweet deal where they can still do a load of Japan stuff and all the other bits and pieces, you know, like, they're going to have quite a lot of freedom. But that's going to get numbers. People are going to watch because well, like... Yeah, they already tweeted something where they were like, hey, let's renegotiate this contract we signed. <laughs> already, you know, done one show. <laughs> they, that's what they wrote. They said, let's re like they're in story on there. Okay, let's renegotiate. <laughs> they're like, after the way those fans reacted, I think it's time we, we, we negotiated better. <laughs> Oh god, no! They, I think, if they are left to like be themselves and to be like the guys that we wanted when they first came in and took out the Usos and stuff, you know, like I was proper hyped for them to be on WWE. It's just not worked out. I think they'll they'll do great things for TNA, like numbers wise and stuff. Um, but that was at the end, and Matthews was like sending us off air. Video starts. <laughs> There, finally, same style of video where he announced Ring of Honor, where he announced AEW and stuff. Um, EC3 on the screen, threw his drink against the wall. I thought that was a really, really nice touch. I thought that was a really good way of doing that. Because they'd, they'd had so many people come in, you know, Machine Gun, Slater, Gallows and Anderson and stuff, Eric Young. It would have just probably flooded it a bit too much if they'd had EC3 come out. But um, but he was there. Uh, he looks mean. He looks um, he looks meaner than um, No Way Jose trying to be mean. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> oh god. I watched that that video. Like, what's his what's he calling him by his real name now? And I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> like I watch it and I'm like, if I didn't love Jose so much, I would put him up for idiot of the week. I swear to God. Like I just I don't know. That promo he shot just uh, it wasn't working for me. Like he's it's gonna be difficult for him to come across to, for me as a tough guy. Like he doesn't have to be the dancing sort of happy No Way Jose, but I feel like it's 
way too different. You know, like this. I season told you he needed yeah. to do a gimmick where he just went to each. Where he went to each city to do a different indie show, and just kicked the crap out of whoever played his conga line for that for whatever time. Yeah, just do it in. <laughs> like, do it gradually, like to come straight out with this sort of moody. I don't know what he's done to his hair, and I just looking at it, I'm like, oh god. I mean, I will, I will support him, but ugh, I don't know. It's going to be tough. But I'm saying that I've turned him into a reverend, okay? In, in any fit. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I can't really be dissing him too much. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've turned him into a reverend. Um, so, what do you think, like overall, of all the one the signings that TNA have made? Like, they use the right ones at the right time because, as you said, if they're gonna get more people. They need to do it gradually and not just do it boom, bang, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, the, one, the only one really that surprised me was Heath Slayer. That one surprised me. And I suppose the Motor City Machine Guns, to be fair. Um, but Heath Slayer surprised me. And I mean, he must be really sweet with WWE because they literally used him last Monday. So there must be like a good relationship well, from what I know, it, from what I was reading on that is like Drew had to do a lot of string pulling to convince him to come in and do it and then convince WWE to do it. Like Drew wanted this as a favor for himself. Okay. Yeah. Because him and Drew are like actual friends. Yeah, that's, but Drew's quite hot right now. Um but yeah, I, I, it's definitely a solid 7 out of 10 for me. I gave it 7 out of 10. It, I, I don't think with the resources that they have, they could have put on a better show. Like, I feel. Like, I think they've done... I thought they'd done it really, really well. You know? And it definitely makes me want to watch Impact, you know, more. You know, I've now set the recording up for when we get it over here. Like, I'm going to watch. This is the first time I've been a bit excited since Eli Drake was main eventing, you know? So, see, my faith in, in TNA is going to pay off at some point. Speaking of losing faith in a product, we moved on to um, the horror show at Extreme Rules on the Sunday. Now, I'm, you know, everyone that listens, I speak quite highly of pay-per-views. I don't know about this one. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I, I did enjoy it. And I would still probably give it a 7 out of 10. I just thought there were a couple of dodgy endings. You know? The eye for an eye match was... I don't know. Um, it was good for what it was. And it was for how they played it off. And it was a good match. Yeah, it was a good wrestling match. If and, like, because we said... I, I, we've had the conversation. I want to see Mysterio Rollins. Like, so... Yeah, even Seth with, like, some sort of remorse at the end there, puking. Yeah, yeah, the puke at the end was quite good, but I, I don't know. Because now they're saying that Rey Mysterio has a glass eye. I read a tweet today that he has actually got a glass eye, which is what they can use for later on to say that his eye's gone. But then Charlie did an interview saying it was, like, hanging by a string, you know, or something, weren't it? Um... Have you ever see like Hostel when he cuts the guy's eye 
I had visions of that, but there was no CGI. I wonder why they, I wonder why they changed their mind on that because that seemed to be like a set thing. I mean, it just turned out for me to be a hardcore match, which I'm not complaining because I think they put on a good match. Um, but yeah, I wonder why they changed their mind. Uh, but anyway, start from the beginning. Uh, Kevin Owens, Buddy Murphy kicked off. Um, is a bit short noticed because it was quite funny because I was looking on Twitter just before the pre-show and Kevin Owens tweeted out that he needs to rush to the arena for it because he didn't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, for me, it's a perfect kickoff match. Great wrestling match. I thought it was a really good wrestling match. Um, Owens and Murphy. Uh, Murphy looked good again. Very solid. That is what a kickoff match should be. I mean, again, people were complaining, but kickoff match should be the guys that are watching without having paid for the pay-per-view. You watch a match like that, that's a good wrestling match, I think. It makes it's you buy supposed to get you to want to watch it. Yeah, and I think, you know, those two, they did. Because there is a bit of history there with the Rollins stuff and that. It's not like it was just thrown together. Um, but yeah, really, really good. Um, and then we kicked off with, again, a really, I thought, really, really good match. Um, a tables match between the New Day, Cesaro, and Nakamura. So happy they made it a tables match because you could just let them all fight. Um, yeah, and like, again, four guys that know how to entertain. They know how to put on uh, a wrestling match. And I thought it was great. And I'm really, really pleased that they... They put the titles onto Nakamura. I was going to say, you know what? Cesaro. Maybe this will do good for Cesaro and Nakamura because I think so. They're I good so. talents, but as singles guys, they're not that good. No, they haven't had like I, you know. I know a lot of people are always Cesaro this, Cesaro that. Like, Mike Wise, they lack. Yeah, like I think him and Nakamura make a good team. Like, I, it, like, it doesn't feel, you know, like when he got first put together with Sheamus, just like keep them busy. They, they've grown and I actually feel like they're protecting. They people you know? were against the bar and the bar became a really good team. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and Cesaro's got good history. Like he did good stuff with Tyson Kidd. I thought that tag team was great in the bit that we had. The bar turned out to be really, really good. And, you know, this keeps Nakamura and him busy. Put some gold on them, which they fully deserve. And it was a good way. It's a believable team to take it off the new day, but a believable team that could lose to any other tag team. You know, it was a good way to get it off the new day. Right. Um, I think I think it made the best choice, and I think uh, I thought it was a really good match. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. I I really enjoyed it. Cool finish. Um, Kofi went for that super runner through the two tables, but nicely blocked power bomb. Boom! I did. I did mark out a little bit. I did cheer. <laughs> I mean, it gives us. It gives yeah. us a break. I, I. I. don't mean to be mean, but how many times can you day hold those belts? Yeah. What do you think? How much? How much longer have the new day got? Oh no, they're gonna be a team. Like they're not. Forever, they're, they're, they, are, they are the tag team version of John Cena. They are the merch. <laughs> Merch sells. Uh, some adults like them. Like all around, there's no issues with them backstage. I don't see them ending anywhere anytime soon. 
I just need Big E to go heal one day. I want Big E to turn on him. I like heal Big E. You know? You want him to start, you know, clapping his hands with chalk and counting yeah. the fives? I want him to be like bodyguard to Ziggler again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I think taking the titles of them, just let them be New Day, have some fun. You know, they, you can fight other tag teams. They, you know, when I think like the stuff they used to do with the Usos and that was amazing. How Speaking many matches? of when we get to the Ziggler match, oh, am I gonna ride on you? <laughs> Oh, no. Can we just end here? Look at the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up was the Women's Championship. Uh, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Um, see, this is one of them. Like, I, th I thought I was quite excited for the two women's matches. Um, I kind of knew that Bailey was going to win. Um, but oh, we all knew Bailey was going to win. Yeah, I, I thought this was a bit average. I don't think she needed the, the brass knucks. Um, the only thing, was that like a new finisher? That face plant thing? I guess. Do you think that's going to be the finisher? Because I haven't seen her do that before, unless I've just not been been looking. Um, yeah, I mean, it had potential to be something. I don't know. It just it was a bit average for me, this match. Uh, but Bailey did retain with the help of Sasha. Um, and then, um, then it was announced that... Well, MVP come out, didn't he? Is this where he come out? Um, and said that Apollo Crews didn't pass his physical earlier due to an injury sustained in the VIP match. Now, so I've heard that, that Apollo's got COVID. But on Saturday, he was posting pictures of like him and a kid not saying anything about it. Oh, well, then he's getting it the week. Because, yeah, so I saw a tweet. He's got his kid on his chest and he's talking about being a great dad and this, that, and the other. And then I heard that it was because of, like, some COVID reasons. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it was, um, it was a weird one because that's what I had thought. But then someone pulled out and was like, but he was tweeting this yesterday. And you're like, oh. So, so maybe he's messed up. But anyway, so the forfeit went to MVP. MVP is your new U.S. champion. <laughs> he's not the U.S. champion. He doesn't make rules. <laughs> Who's the, no one stops MVP anymore. <laughs> MVP is the WWE. Making <laughs> money in the bank matches. Uh, forming tag teams. and He's not oh. wrong, though. Technically, the rules would specify that he'd be the champ. Yeah, it was a forfeit. He's failed his physical, and he was out in the ring in his ring gear. Forfeit, new champ. So, yeah. Um, And then, obviously, we touched on it, the Mysterio Rollins match. Again, um, it was a really good match. It was a good match. Um, I thought the Seth throwing up, yeah, as you say, at the end was good. Um, the idea, like, I, I, what I enjoyed. Okay, so I, well, the barricade and shaming him. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wanted the CGI. I wanted the CGI, obviously. He just wanted to get eyeball. Yeah, I wanted to get all of Event Horizon and Seth Rollins hold some eyeball in his head. Um, <laughs> But I like the idea that when they were using weapons, it was something different other than trying to like work the legs or bust his arm. You know, I liked it that it was good going for Some something else. Some of the stuff else. they were doing was kind of cool. Like he put the the 
kendo stick in between the thing and was like trying to jam his yeah. head into it. Yeah, and I thought, you know, like using the chairs and stuff, uh, using the legs of the chair instead. You know, you've never seen that. So I have to I have to put some, you know, it was creative, I think, and I like that. It was it, they made good use of the stipulation in a wrestling match, I thought by going for each other's eyes. Like that was like them working the leg and putting submissions in, was trying to poke your eye out. Um I did I exactly. I I came in for CGI goofiness. This match better be in 2K22. Yeah. I want to do that. Reverend Jose wants to hold eyeballs then that People would talk then. <laughs> People would talk then about that friendship group, that's for sure. But yeah, I wanted goofy, goofy shit in wrestling, um, but I really enjoyed the match. That is just me being, uh, you know, they put on a good match, and it ticks for me. It ticks a little dream match off. Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins, whether you like it or not, is a bit of a dream match. Like it would be a match that you'd make on Two K Twenty, you know, and go, oh hey, actually that would be cool. Um, uh, so yeah. Um, oh, we're getting to the Drew match. I'm, I'm starting to get nervous. We've got one more. Um, Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Now, this caused, in some discords that I'm in, wow. <laughs> People went off. <laughs> now, it was, a, it was an okay match. I could watch, first of all, I could watch Oscar and Sasha Banks wrestle every day. No problem. I think... They messed up the end, though, between ref and people. And I think that's what made it look more awkward and, and stupid. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, yeah, there was a... There, so, Bailey... Bailey come in, and then they dropped the belt, and Bailey got hit. She got kicked, and Kyrie was down. The ref then got up, and Sasha was standing in front, and... Oscar went for the mist. Bow, hit the mist in the in the ref's face. He was down. And instead of like what I thought was about to happen was like a Bailey to belly and they were going to wipe the ref's eyes and Sasha was going to win. Bailey, Bailey took off the ref's shirt. <laughs> she put it on and she counted the three. Um, Technically, she's an official. What? Because she wore the top. I yeah, it was, it was confusing finish. No, um, she, her career when she started her wrestling career, she was a referee. Oh, there we go. Ah, oh, see, they could just use that. God damn! See, listen to Gio. He could save your story. <laughs> what did you make of it though? Like, so, and then Sasha obviously ran off with the belt. I mean, do you think it was a, a weird, a stupid end, or was it okay? I mean, what, what are your thoughts? I didn't mind it. I know I it, it was. Yeah. The, from what I'm reading, it was a Vince McMahon ending. So, it it. I think they just didn't execute it as well as they should. You know that that's all I think is that they didn't execute it as well as as it could have been done. Um, but yeah, obviously we'll touch on Raw in a moment, and we will get to that. Okay, so now it's time. <laughs> Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. You fool. I saw what you posted. You believed. You were believing he was going to win. Yeah. Yeah, I did. You fool. Yeah, I did. I thought when I heard the stipulations, I'm like, yeah, they're going to do it. They're going to do it just for the. Yeah. <laughs> and no, he didn't. Um, And. 
I, after watching the match, right, I don't think I'm interested in Dolph Ziggler anymore. Ziggler anymore. Oh, you don't want to watch him lose again? I just don't think I'll, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, either they've killed him for me, but I couldn't get too invested in the match. And it's a shame because they put on a pretty good match. They did some really cool things. I like the bit like towards the beginning when he had him up in the suplex outside and was literally about to dump him through the table and then like realized, oh, wait, I can't do that. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, Dolph threw everything at him. Multiple zigzags, different weapons. Um, I like the, the, the sell of the Claymore at the end was awesome. I just, I'm just not interested in Dolph Ziggler anymore. And I don't know if that's WWE's fault, his fault. But I think it's time for him to leave. I feel like he's in the role of Chris Jericho, who's just like, eh, yeah. I'll come, I'll come, I'll do this championship match and go back off to do my tour. Yeah. It feels like, like the male version of Natalia. Comedy tours. Yeah. I just, yeah, it, it was just, it was annoying because, like, I, I into it, I was excited, and when... He came that- out with like the the stipulation. I thought, cool, Ziggler's gonna win. But then I was watching watching the match, and I'm like, eh. yeah, I think I've lost interest in in Dolph Ziggler. I'm sorry, Dolph. And I, I feel like it's supposed to be gender. I feel like it's supposed to be gender. Yeah, and they've just quickly like, who have we got? Okay, let's use Dolph. Um, but during this match. Did you see who was in the bump on uh, on the watch along? Who? Bully Ray. Huh. As Bully Ray. Huh. Yeah. So maybe I'm I'm assuming that's where he's going. Um. I mean, Devon is a producer there. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, it was what got me is it was as um. As Bully Ray. So, who knows? So, it would be interesting to see because he was like, uh, they interviewed him and then it was Keith Lee and Bobby Roode did the majority of the match. Um, but yeah. Um, right. Then, non-title main event. The Fantastic. Swap Swamp Fight. Now, a lot of people have, have done loads of different things, but I... I loved it. These these cinematic things are working for Bray Wyatt. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and I thought this bringing, was really- it's bringing about this mystique to Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. let me reiterate this for all the dum dums: Alexa Bliss is not Sister <laughs> Abigail. <laughs> It was a hallucination. <laughs> it was it's, literally just a manipulation. I, I, I think like, everybody was like, whoa, what's the is Sister Abigail? I'm like, no. It's the same thing as John Cena having to fight John Cena years. It's Bray Wyatt, or Bray Wyatt forcing Braun Strowman to face different parts of his past. He had to yeah. fight the Black Sheep Braun. Then he had to fight the maniac run that flipped over trucks and shit. And then he had a he had a fight with his mixed his mixed wrestling challenge. It's yeah. 
<sighs> People don't get it. But she looked cool. That kind of makes Sister yeah. Abigail work. Yeah. It was, yeah. I thought, I thought the Alexa Bliss thing was, was a great touch. Um, I, we know of someone that was going to be super excited at that moment. Like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, there's one guy in my head that's literally all their dreams have come true right now. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't bear to see what he's going to put. But, um, I thought it was, I enjoyed it. Like, Everyone knew when it was like non-title and it's the Bray Wyatt, it's only there to prepare for the SummerSlam match. Oh, that course. was the that point of it. Was per- the ending was perfect. Yeah. It, because it, it now turned into a horror. He's even more of a horror movie guy now. Yeah. I mean, I swear to God, like, Bray should be in acting, like, 100%. Like, I think he's a better actor than anything. Um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't. I I thought it leads to Fiend Braun perfectly for SummerSlam, which is obviously what it's going to be. Um, again, I gave it a solid seven out of ten. I was perfectly happy with all the pay per views that I watched over this weekend. Um, yeah, you know, I did not leave. I thought it, they entertained me. Um, yeah, and that's it. And that is it. So yeah, that was uh, pay per views. Now we. Then we had Raw. Good old Monday Night Raw, which phew, was uh, was lively. I thought it was good. I enjoyed Raw. Um, I've enjoyed Raw since Bruce Pritchard has taken over. I'm not going to lie. I think it's been very noticeably different. Um, I liked how they booked Alistair Black last night. I mean, he came out and he absolutely destroyed Buddy Murphy. Good God. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, and he had a match with Seth, which I want to see again more. Like, I'm really hoping now this lead into like Black Push and Alistair Black Push now that Rey Mysterious is out, out, the, out the question. Um, do some stuff with Seth Rollins. Um, Black, because right now, like for me, Black has got it going on, you know? Um, yeah, I think Black is, 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 great i think he's great right now he's hot right now um and that's that's about it what did you what, did you see it uh oh i could watch black and murphy what yeah 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 exactly alistair black in amongst this seth rollins black murphy uh, black murphy black murphy um uh, buddy murphy all day long um but yeah that was great and then uh farouk made a big sort of comeback in a bit with MVP. Farouk joining you, BDC. No, no, no. You stop. Okay, I get it. Shout Benjamin's Kenny King. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you knew where I was going. There we you are. You son of a gun. Shout Benjamin is, is in BDC. I'm getting it. I'm getting street, street <laughs> okay, profits so left. Kenny, King. <laughs> Kenny King's been chosen. Shelton Benjamin. So I also, so that is a, a cool fact. Shelton Benjamin is now the first ever person that's won intercontinental US title, tag titles, and 24-7. First ever. So Let go. him hold it for a while. Yes. Yes. Please, stop letting our truth get it back right away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the R-Truth thing has been fun, but... 
to get put it on Shelton and put Sheldon in this MVP thing. Like they could build like all BDC jokes uh, aside, they could build a really good faction with the stuff that MVP is doing right now. Like where MVP is sort of creatively and performance wise. They Listen, could if, Samoa, really good. if Samoa Joe gets off the damn commentating table, you're in trouble. <laughs> no, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but then there was, like, um, the big return. So there was a bit of talk. Shelton Benjamin's obviously new 24-7 champ. Ricochet and Alex, uh, Cedric Alexander come out, and uh, MVP calls them dumb. So dumb he's man. not the hacker. <laughs> Yeah, because then they said they've got a new team, a tag team mate, and boom, out comes Mustafa Ali. I'm guessing the hacker's just been ditched. My guess is it was Punk, and they're saving it for... Um, oh, definitely. Proud. I think, I actually do believe that Punk was the hacker, and they were saving it, they're saving it for Crowd, like, because that's why they've stopped doing it, because... You don't want Punk to come back in an empty arena. Like, same as why they don't book Brock Lesnar. You just don't do it. Um, but, yeah, Mustafa Ali come out. Um, I don't know. I did Mustafa to it. His comeback coming in to help Alexander and Ricochet does did nothing for me. Like, and it's not because of him and what he's capable of. It just, I don't think it made sense. Yeah, yeah. That's the bit that gets me. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think I just didn't make sense. I mean, an Ali return could have brought a bit of enticement and shock, you know, like could have got you pumped, but this was just a bit lackluster, but it is nice to see him back. And man, did he, um, yeah, he hits the, what was that? Neck breaker. And then the 450 splash. Very nice. Um, very didn't nice. They, weren't they a team before? Yeah, no, it was him, Black and Ricochet, weren't it? It wasn't Cedric Alexander. They were doing that Team Hogan thing, weren't they on? those like, When they were doing that stuff. Wasn't it that? Because there's that bit in it when they all dive in the ring when Alistair Black like drops down. Cause, like, they think they're Avengers, don't they, when they dive, dive into the ring and stuff. <laughs> um, but it was all right. It was, it's good to see him back. Um, hopefully it means good things. Because, again, Mustafa Ali, for me, there's been some big moments on 205. He's got no end of talent. You know, um, thought it was really, really good. So, and then um, there was big Randy Orton bit, um, little interview between Joe and Christian. Um, I like Randy Orton right now. Randy Orton has to go for Drew McIntyre at SummerSlam. I know you don't want to see it, man, but I think right now this is some of the oh, best. Oh no, they already cemented. They already cemented SummerSlam. Yeah, I guess so. But Orton, this is some of the best stuff we've seen of Orton for a long, long time. Um, for a long, long time. Um, and then finally, uh, Ruby Riot got a win. Um, After a year, I was reading about that. Yeah, yeah, she finally got a win. It's the first win back and a first win in a year. Um, I don't know. I. <laughs> I, I'm more interested with how much better Peyton Royce has actually got. You know? I love the Iconics. Yeah, oh, me too. Yeah, we, we've always agreed on that. Like, I, I like the whole character. And, like, they are getting better. Like, if you watch Peyton Royce last now, she's very... She's on a different level than she used to be. There's still, obviously, room to grow. 
but she's really putting in the work. Um, but it, I'm glad, you know, glad Ruby Wright's got that monkey off her back. She's not the new Kurt Hawkins. Um, she got her win. Um, and then there was, oh yeah, we reminded that um, that the the Raw has tag team champions and that the Street Profits are it. <laughs> Where have they been? Who knows? Oh, he had a baby, didn't he? I think one of them. But yeah, no, they come back and it was Street Profits um against uh andrade and gaza um it's a good win for the street profits good to see him back i thought it was a really good match um i just the the, the defeat doesn't hurt gaza or andrade i mean they've not been you know they've been okay at best but they just seem like they're going round and round this story for ages just like get on with it either split them up or put the tag belts on them or do something like end it now you know like i'm kind of over it they both don't like her now yeah i mean i mean what they're gonna do i mean it's weird like unless they're gonna give vega something different um i'm telling you get her and burno yeah humberto would work with her like, and let Andrade and that. Reason that needs a manager. Yeah. Because I think Gaza is going to, he'll be fine on his own. I think Gaza is ready to be a star at some point. I think he'll do fine. Andrade and her have been together so long. Maybe it'd be good to see what Andrade's going to do. Um, other like than just make, some, the, make how, some sort of word stable and just have them, have Umberto and all of them join up in one big faction as a family since they're all brothers. Yeah, yeah, they could do stuff like that. Or Andrade could just be house husband to Charlotte Flair, innit? And she could just go make the money. <laughs> <laughs> just be husband at home. Stay at home. Um, yes, I mean, she... I mean, she did tell them off backstage, Alina. So, yeah, I'm guessing it's teasing, but they've been teasing it on and off for ages. Like, so, I, I, we'll see. I just wish they'd they get to Charlie, the end of it. Maybe Charlie Caruso's gonna manage her. Yes. Maybe Vega is going to fight Charlie Caruso. Yes. <coughs> Bring back some old school, like, put it in, like, a pillow fight or some pudding. Like a diva match. <laughs> Big old poor pudding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw them in that. Throw them in that. Like, what did Henry O. Godwin's, like, slot pile? Oh, that's so hard, <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Get him in the pig pen, like uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley was uh, back in the day. Um, right, then the Sasha bit come out. <laughs> that was, I loved, I used to love Henry O'Godwin, by the way. I thought he was really talented, just given a silly gimmick. I find them all. I remembered the Godwins. Um, but no, I thought he was talented, just was a really stupid gimmick for him. I thought he was like a good, a good wrestler, but I thought the gimmick let him down a little bit. There's only so far you can take a pig farmer in it, I suppose. Um... Anyway, and they brought us Midian as well. Weren't he here, Godwin? And then he become like weird. <laughs> <laughs> he was Phineas. Yes. And then he like he went was, weird. It was Phineas O and Phineas I, so it spelled hog in yeah. pink. And then, then he came back with like as Midian and he was a freak. <laughs> anyway, no, <God>. they were <laughs> Southern Justice. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> they, were the two, they were just two dudes that were like, Southern body good for Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> oh dear. Southern Justice. Good lord. That's the name I'd quickly forgotten about. 
Um, yeah, so obviously Sasha and, and Bailey come out. <laughs> Sasha's holding a raw title in the air. Uh, and Bailey's like, we demand respect for our new champion. Banks says she's got this. A lot of people talking, blah, blah, about stealing the title, this, that, and the other. Um, and then Oscar comes out. Bit of a promo, says the title's hers. Sasha says, come get it. And then Steph's on the screen. Um, so Stephanie, the GM, who's the general manager? I was, I, yeah, I was expecting MVP. Somebody needs to here. Yeah. Um, but she did come out. She congratulated Bailey and Sasha, but then she actually called her match a horror show. She said she didn't win the title. Then again, neither did Oscar. So then next week, title match to uh, determine the rightful champion. And Steph so said, why are Sasha. they doing this for poor Apollo? I don't know. Because I think, I think there's more to the Apollo story than just stuff because i just think on his twitter and the stuff that's come out i think he i think they they pulled him i think there's more to that apollo story that's going to get found out i really do um right i think he i think he's messed up somewhere you know but yeah um steph did make clear that sasha can lose by pinfall submission dq count out or if bailey gets involved good luck it was nice to see steph back like i don't it's funny when she's on TV, I hate her, which is the point. But when she's off, I notice that I haven't seen Steph like because maybe she's been such a staple, and she is actually quite a good well, character. She was, the, like, she was in that Money in the Bank thing, and that was about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the office, when she's like, "Sorry, Dana, that's not the briefcase." Yeah, where everybody <laughs> really thought Shayna Brooks may actually win. Yeah, yeah. Everyone freaked out. Like, oh no, they did it. Um. But yeah, and then it was uh, Bailey Kyrie Sane. Now Kyrie Sane, I wanted to talk about. Now they had a really, really good match. Um, now Kyrie Sane. So apparently they recorded Raw and next week's Raw. They've done them on the same day. Yeah, both have been done. And we got a cutscene of Shayna Baszler backstage, and she said she's got like a vested interest. So I'm hearing that Baszler is gonna storyline injure Kyrie Sane to let Kyrie Sane go and go back to Japan. Apparently everyone's been saying goodbye, like they've leaving on good terms, she wants to go home, blah blah blah. Um apparently it's gonna be Baszler that's gonna write her off TV. Good! Get Baszler something. Yeah. And make Baszler her a monster again. His money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because apparently that's meant to be the the plan for SummerSlam is Baszler. Good. Oscar, from what I read from the whole thing. Apparently, the first person, though, was meant to be Natalia that was going to injure Kyrie Sane to finish her heel turn. But obviously, Tyson Kidd got COVID and she got sent home. And so now we they're putting that Tyson. on Baszler. So you think that'd be good for Baszler? I mean, it seems that everyone's on good spirits with Kyrie Sane. If she wants to go home and play family and do a year in Japan, um, yeah. Apparently, there's no, there's no animosity. They're quite happy. They're gonna let her go. Um, it's just how they're gonna do it. But be good if it is Baszler. Um, yeah. Because it was a really good, um, really good match, and it was a nice win for Kyrie Sane. Um, Bailey doesn't get hurt by that defeat at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. If that's Kyrie Sane's last match. Fair play, you know, because I thought it went out on quite good terms myself. 
Um, and then Drew and Dolph segments at the end. No, it wasn't the end because we still had the main event match. Oh, the match. Orton show. Oh, yeah. Orton show. Um, uh, Andrade and Gaza come out. Um, Viking Raiders come out. I don't know. It was a mess. I didn't like it. Is leading to like some multi-man big tag thing or what? I don't know. I mean, are they... Because that's what I don't get. So I quite liked when Orton teamed with them two. Was it last week? And then they've teased that they're hating on Zelina. I mean, do they ditch Zelina and team up with Orton? You know? I, I don't get it. No, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't know. Like, I, it was a bit of a crazy mess. Um, I like I like this Orton. Um, I guess it was one of the better efforts to put on. The show isn't a young man anymore. He's a big guy. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I, show, yeah, he's not. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't really like it. I didn't really like it. Sorry, they can't do a legend gimmick with him when he's technically a legend himself now. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Um, but I just, I thought it was a bit of a cluster. I, 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 yeah. I thought this is all leading to Orton getting SummerSlam, but I guess it's not. <laughs> and I think it should be. Um, but yeah, I'm guessing it's the Dolph come out saying as well, like to Drew, um, you think they're going to go with Ziggler Drew again for SummerSlam? That's the plan. Oh, gosh. But they're fighting next week as well. And Drew's picking the stipulation. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think, I still think it's going to be Orton. I think the stipulation is going to be if Drew wins, Dolph doesn't get another shot while Drew's champ. That's what I think the stipulation is going to be. And I think it's going to be Orton Drew. Because you have to cash in on how good Orton as a heel is right now. Which will only help Drew. I wouldn't, ha I wouldn't put the title on Orton. I think the bit that would worry me about it is that WWE would put the title on Orton. They would see it all the way through. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, that's when they have Edge come back and screw him. Yeah. Yeah, see, look, we should be bookers to hire us, isn't it? We should book this stuff. Because they did say that Ed said even though he's injured, he was going to make his life hell. So I, they could mm. do that and just have him, what, even if he's injured, they have him do a distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I don't want to see, I don't, Dolph, Dolph Drew isn't good enough for SummerSlam. For me, for where Drew McIntyre is. Like right now, Drew McIntyre is, is hot. And he's he's getting better, you know. Um, yeah, I like the headbutt at the end as well. It was good, but fine. Um, we'll see what happens next week. Um, the wrestling was pretty good. I think everyone's pulling their weight. I just the storytelling's a little bit off still. I think that's something that they need to work on. But I guess it's a bit difficult. No crowd that does have an impact, you know. I just like you know Mustafa Ali's returns could have been. It just was a bit what for Ruby Riot. I don't really, really see. I I don't know. 
Um, Lashley doesn't want the US title. He's just happy to watch MVP do it. Like, what's Lashley doing now? Like, the storytelling's around, you know? Um, but from a sport point of view, from a wrestling point of view, I thought all weekend was great. Yeah, from Slammiversary to Extreme Rules to Raw, I had a great time as a wrestling fan. AEW was good this week, too. Yeah. Yes, it was. And, and MJF has actually called out um, Moxley now, hasn't he? I was reading today. Is it by tweet? Oh, Moxley's back next week. Is that right? Um, He's back this week. This week coming. Oh, so oh, nice. Exciting. Yeah. Um, again, where wrestling is right now, if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to have a good time. Like, you're having a good time. Uh, yeah, MJF calls out John Moxley uh, on Twitter. He said, it's almost as if there's a certain individual in the company who doesn't want me to be spotlighted. There may be a shift in how things are run around here. Hashtag not my champion. <laughs> so, and it's very much so because he's the only undefeated person around. And if they're doing it as a ranking system, surely then he has to be, you know, in consideration. It's like really soon, surely, you know? Um I, yeah, I really like where all wrestling is going. You know, I thought Sonny Kiss and right. Cody Rhodes was amazing. Like, Sonny Kiss is, is awesome. You know? I, I enjoyed the match. A lot of people were like, ah, there wasn't much hype. It was more focused on telling the story. I'm like, yeah, but that's kind of what Sonny Kiss and Cody Rhodes do, you know? Um, but yeah, just... Uh, I, I You know what? Like, I watched... Um, who did they fight? Lucha Brothers, weren't it? The uh, FTR. Um, they are really, really good. Like wrestlers. Da like Dash and... What are they now? Cash and what? I can't even know their new names. Cash and Wheeler. They are really good wrestlers. They don't just say about, you know, best tag team. I think they, you know, if they can keep on going the way they are, they could easily be, you know? Um... I thought it was really good. But yeah, as you say, like where things are from WWE to TNA or Impact. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I thought it was all good. I like Brian Cage. I mean, I'm guessing, are they going to split um, Cage and Taz already? Um, no. You don't think so? That's just going to be teased. Because he threw in the towel, though. Cage can't be happy. Don't know. Yeah, have to wait and see. Let's see what they come on Wednesday. I thought it was pretty good last week, as I say. Like, AEW last week, the fight of the Fallen, it was called, wasn't it? It was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely worth a watch. I, it was really solid wrestling again. Um, the Nightmare Sisters is is a lot of fun. I like it. NXT um, was good, too. The Kota Kai. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could, you could pick any show, like, this week. And, you know, you, you would have had a good time. You know, Dakota Kai, that kick. Boy, like, I, I've watched that. And you know when you watch something like, and you just rewind it, you just watch the whole kick again, and you're like, whoa, she took her head off. <laughs> she took I think her head to clean to take off. Do you think she's going to take the title? Yeah. Because that was quite a kick, though. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. It's all been great. Um. Keith Lee was in another good match, the North American Championship with 
Dracovic and Keith Lee said when it that those two are gonna main event WrestleMania one day. So it'd be interesting to see that. Timothy Thatcher, they're still booking like an absolute monster, which is quite right because he's a beast. Um and Lorkin and that obviously him and Lorkin aren't done yet, which is fine. Book Lorkin Thatcher all day long. Absolutely happy with that. Um Yeah, I thought it was so good. Thatcher's next up to the title opportunities. What, on NXT? Yeah. Who's up then? Uh, Cross. Cross Keith Lee? Yeah. You think, but do you think he's going to get the, the North American Championship taken off of him first? Because I thought that maybe Dracovic was going to win. And that would make sense. Um, I think they need to get one of them off, you know? I thought maybe oh, yeah. Dracovic... I don't like distract him and he'll lose it to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to yeah. Martinez. Yeah, give, right. give it to like oh, Grimes. Give the belt to Priest. Grimes. Even Priest. Like those two had a great match. That opened NXT. That was Grimes Priest. I mean Priest. I don't know when he first come about. I was just like ah, but watching him, man, Damian Priest is really good. Like, and it was a good win. Like Cameron Grimes is great. Um, and obviously Priest was saying he'll be watching like Lee Djokovic. They could put it on Priest. That wouldn't shock me. Putting the North American title on Priest. They could do that. He's he's been solid. The stuff he's done with Grimes, the stuff he did with Balor, all really, really good stuff, you know? Um But yeah, what? I just Where's Where does Cole go from here? SmackDown? You think they're going to smack? I don't know. There's not much. What more could they do on NXT? You know, other than start again. I mean, they've achieved everything. Multiple tag titles, North American titles, NXT champ, like longest ever, isn't he? Adam Cole, like the longest reigning, you know, champ. I, there isn't much more for them to do. There's no one really left to fight. There's no... Bit like Champa. What do they do with Champa now? Like, you know, there's no more unless they're gonna redo the gimmick a bit like Gargano's done, which has breathed a bit more life into like a new style into him. I don't see what they do with these guys. I mean, it's just I mean Adam Cole signed a new deal, so I know he's not going around. I know obviously Champa just doesn't want to be on the main roster. Um but yeah, I mean, because it came out, didn't it, last week that Randy Orton said he pitched fighting like Gargano or Champa once Edge got injured. He pitched like, maybe I could do something with them. Um, yeah. And, and that got shot down and he's doing his thing. But I, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting unless I just can't see what else there is for Undisputed Era to do other than get called up. I just don't know if I call up all of them. I would worry that Bobby Fish and that would get lost in amongst it. Um, so unless Adam Cole goes on his own, but then what do you do with the other two? So I, I don't know. It'd be interesting because we've not heard anything. I haven't seen any of them since, you know. So well, we haven't even seen the tag champs in a while either. No, haven't seen any of that. It's just been building the sort of EO Shirai stuff and Keith Lee and I'm Damian I'm guessing Priest. because of, they were in UK because of the COVID, but... Yeah. You really um, haven't seen uh, Imperium with them. No. Um, and to be fair, like, I'm guessing NXT UK is going to be back pretty soon. We're pretty much 
open for business from August 1st, like everything. And they've said here that they're expecting fans back in stadiums in October um, is the plan for here. So my guess is that you're going to start to see some stuff from NXT UK. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do with Undisputed Era and stuff. So we will have to wait and see. Right, you got an idiot of the week? No. Shockingly. So we can go with Jose, yeah, for his promo. (laughs) As much as it pains me. I'm sorry, Jose. I'm just, I'm your your biggest fan. And I swear to God, if someone doesn't get me a cameo of you wishing me happy birthday, I would have done something wrong in my life. Um, But yeah, I I just didn't feel the promo. I don't know if it was edited badly. I just didn't. But I will still support you. Just get your ass onto a show quick. Get on with it. But yeah, your promo is going to be the idiot then. (laughs) Or maybe Apollo for tweeted about look at the kid on my chest but oh wait i've got covid i can't wrestle (laughs) awkward i have to wait and see what comes out about that right we've taken up enough of your time people go and be good watch a lot of wrestling you've heard it here we've just gone through what five shows five shows i would say all of them seven plus you know i would give AEW last week like the fight of fallen like an easy eight nxt probably eight two slammiversary was was great I enjoyed Extreme Rules. Raw was pretty good. Still got SmackDown to go. So, yeah, good time to be a wrestling fan. Enjoy it. Don't fight it. Don't listen to Brian Alvarez. The Barber Roll this week. Huh? Oh, yeah, it is the Barber Roll, isn't it? Jeff Hardy, Sheamus. Yeah, they moved, week, it. See? they moved it to SmackDown. I wonder why they took... Why? I wonder why Randy Orton, Big Show, and Jeff Hardy, Sheamus weren't on Extreme Rules. Like, I, I don't abide because it was like an old school pay-per-view that was three hours long. It may have even been under three hours, which was good. I think it helped the the event. But I just wonder why. Like, maybe just to get numbers up for the weekly shows, possibly. Who knows? I think they overbooked it, and they realized once they taped that swamp match that they needed to cut some time. Yeah, exactly, because that was like 30 minutes. It's an easy 30, 40 minutes, I think, that took up. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe. But yeah, it does mean that we get good shows on, on our weekly TV. <laughs> okay. And on that note, we're going to go in, enjoy SmackDown, and we'll be back next Monday, as always. Wait a minute. What? Who did we get? You said we had Farouk on Raw? What if he shows up <laughs> on SmackDown? That APA thing might happen. <laughs> No, Farouk's joining BDC. You can't fight it. No, no, it's the <laughs> I swear to God, if they're smart, they're going to use it. For, for the, they're going to have the APA, like, sit down drinking beer. In the bar fight, yeah, because maybe, yeah, because we did see Farouk one day, oh, so he's around. Yes. Oh, my God. See, this has just come to him. We haven't spoke about this. Oh, my God. Well, I that... thought about this last week where I said they need to have yeah, the yeah. APA. Yeah, and now we've actually seen Farouk. Farouk was back. Oh my God, so that means he's around and they're all in the same performance. Oh, I tell you what, we will open next week with APA all over the place. I may even play their theme on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If we see APA drinking beer in this Jeff Hardy match, I swear to God, that's it. We know they listen then. We know they listen then. Right. And on that bombshell. Gio, I'll see you next week, my man. Have a good yeah, week. Yeah.